0: Bienvenue and welcome to Akeem's Dream Show. My name is Akeem the Dream, also known as Brown Sugar Supreme, also known as The Dark Knight. Batman, I'm Batman. This show is a variety show because I had a lot of ideas growing up and wrote them down. And my curiosity is insatiable. And you'll notice that I have a lot of random ideas and subjects, but I think that's what makes it fun. Variety is the spice of life, and I like to keep it spicy. And you will find that out very quickly. Remember, folks, never grow old with no stories to tell. And it's finally time to spice things up. Let's go. Check this out. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of Akeem's stream show. Welcome to you know, your weekly stop in for all the wisdom and all the things you need to know to get through life. There was a baseball manager by the name of Yogi Berra who once said, "You know, kid, 90% of this game is half mental." When I first heard that, I said, "Wait, what is uh, there's if you have 90% of something, and then it's half of something you only have 10 percent left so it can't be half I, I don't understand the math but then obviously what he's saying is it's almost everything in life is mentally driven and in the context of yogi berra the new york yankees he was trying to talk to athletes when they were trying to get out of their head when they were going to hit up hit go to the plate and hit a ball or throw a strike or catch a ball in the outfield. These athletes, a lot of them had to get sports psychologists to get them to calm down and be calm, cool, and collected. But for a lot of people, they don't have sports psychologists. They had Yogi Berra. And Yogi Berra said 90% of this game is half mental. If you want to get your stress under control, which is really what this podcast is about, is stress management. There's a lot of things you can do, but the first things you can do that I think that Yogi Bear is talking about when 90% of this game is half mental is, number one, get healthy and get fit. Because a healthy and a fit body can have more fortitude and resilience against oncoming winds and headwinds and external forces than an unhealthy body and an unfit body. Because that's the first thing to go, is your foundation. If there's no foundation to be had, it's like the three... The three little piggies, one had a house made of stone, one had a house made of you know wood, and the other had a house made of straw. Uh, if you're not physically healthy and fit, that's like being the one of the piggies with the straw and wood house instead of being the little piggy with the stone house. And when the big bad wolf comes by to blow down the house, Uh, and your house is not built on (laughs) is not built on uh, stone it'll be very you know you're just gonna get hit with stress and that's why 90% of this game is half mental for the three little piggies 90% of the game was building stone so it's your mentality so number one is get healthy and get fit build the stone house as a little piggy number two is get financially literate A lot of things in life is related to stress with finances. You understand how interest rates work, mortgages, cost of money, all these things. Do you have a savings account? Do you know the rule of 72? Do you know the time value of money? These are all things that took me a long time to learn and is super important to your basic finances. If you've never heard of the rule of 72, just go to episode twenty. 61 i did a whole podcast about it but essentially what it means is that traditionally in the last 200 years the average interest rates for savings account or sorry for the s p 500 if you had it in if you had a any kind of uh what do you call it retirement savings account would be seven percent and the rule 72 says that at a seven percent yield which is what most of these um these uh these kind of uh, accounts can return At a 7% yield, it will take you seven years or 72 months to double your money. It's a simple premise, but that's effectively saying that if you can just keep your money in the market and not pull out or be emotional when things go up and down and there's inflationary pressures and this and that, you can expect to double your money in seven years. Something that a lot of people don't realize, but that's an important thing to know. The third thing I would say is uh, master your craft, whatever your craft is. Are you a shoemaker? Are you a salesperson? Are you a uh, chef? Right. Whatever your craft is, I think you should decide to make a commitment to master it. Because between being fit and healthy, getting your financial literacy down, and being the best you can at whatever you do, you can be resilient. And all these things are related to your mentality. The reason I said again, the, the fitness and the healthiness is important is because your mentality is tied to your physicality. A physically weak body will be mentally weak um, when enough stress is put upon it. So, learn how to handle stress. Those three things will help. Breathe. If I just breathe, everything will be succeeded. Everything is over. That's Vanessa Carlton, like a thousand miles. She had that one song. But you have to breathe remember uh one of my buddies he's a yogi yoga instructor guy and he would always say keem you'd be amazed by how many people can't really breathe or don't know how to breathe properly in through the nose out through the mouth it's the sale of your spirit it's the uh it's the kite of your soul you have to be able to moderate that and keep that right that's why when people are freaking out they always say hey breathe you know i would say if a girl's freaking out and she's having an episode and you're a guy the worst thing you can do is tell her to relax but you can tell her to breathe that might be a little bit helpful more helpful so but most most uh you know you don't have to worry about that with most ladies so uh breathe it's good one the next thing here is when it comes to 90 percent of this game is half mental is uh is uh yeah you could rip a dart as well that, that might help Rip and darts. If you're in Alberta, rip a cheeseburger, get it. Rip a dart, eat a cheeseburger. That was always bring down the stress levels. Not for me. I'm as pure as the driven snow. I've never drank, smoked a cigarette in my entire life. But if I, they ever came, maybe I remove even more stress than I thought I had. The next one is um, something I have learned from the most successful people I know, which is believe there is always a solution to a problem. You know, 90% of this game is half mental. Well, Yogi Bear was talking to baseball players. What was the problem at hand? They had to score runs, or they had to get the guy who uh, wasn't who's pitching no hitters to 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 get a strike, like or to get a hit. You have to believe that you can get it done. You know, that, that's kind of foundational to everything here. When it comes to when it comes to uh, uh, you know your ability to believe there's always a solution, you have to truly believe that in your heart. You know the people I've seen with the highest stress tolerance—they always believe there's a path forward. You know, there's a few people I've kind of noted here. Uh, you know, my boss at my current job, high stress resilience. My dad, high stress resilience. Tom Brady—I was watching a documentary about Tom Brady, the football player. He was down 30 or something points in the Super Bowl, and he, they had a—they had him miked up. They had a microphone on his chest, and all he was saying to his players was like, "Lock in, guys. Laser focus." It's going to be a great comeback. It's going to be a great comeback. They're down by 30. There's only two quarters left. I'm sure the players were like, what the fuck is this guy on? Like, does he does he know what the score is? Does he know how bad we're losing? I don't think it matters to people who have a high self-belief. They just know that there's a solution. And they guess what? They ended up winning that game. That was the 2016 uh, game against the Falcons in the Super Bowl. They won. So it's like, wow. Uh, imagine if Tom Brady wasn't there. They probably would have lost by even more. But they ended up winning the game. This is a very unpopular one, and you know it's very polarizing. But uh, I think a guy like Donald Trump has a very high stress resilience. Uh, I love him or hate him, he's got a very high stress for especially for, especially for someone in his eighties or whatever old he is. Another one is Michael Jordan, uh, the basketball player. I, I go to the world of sports a lot because that's kind of where I, that's my that's my that's my uh, foundation as a person. Is uh, growing up in the nineties, I watched a lot of Michael Jordan. Space Jam and Chicago Bulls and stuff. And that guy had a high stress resilience. He always thought there was a way forward and a way to win. My next point here is about having a sense of humor. You know, 90% of this, uh, 90% of the game is half mental. I mean, that's a humorous statement in and of itself, right? Who says that? You know what, boys? 90% of this game is half mental. If you have a sense of humor, if you can just laugh at things, laugh at the situation. Like I had a friend the other day who, uh, you know, had to choke a guy outside of a bar who wanted to get inside of a vehicle, you know, with a dart, in their head you know choking this person out and you know in the moment it was probably stressful but looking back when you tell that story yes it was stressful but like you have to admit that's a pretty funny that's a pretty funny scene right just uh having a someone by their neck and choking them out you know that's just a typical alberta sunday night uh when i was watching the show called billions it was about this uh wall street banker versus this uh this guy, uh, the this, the head district attorney of New York, um, he was in charge of financial crimes and stuff like that. So Bobby Axelrod, the, the hedge fund billionaire, was against this lawyer, and uh, he was caught between a rock and a hard place. If he turned himself in, he would still do time, but if he didn't turn himself in, he would just end up getting arrested. And he went to this really wise old businessman, hedge fund guy, or whatever, they called him the kingmaker, and he said, hey, listen, I have these two problems, these two issues, I don't know what to do. You know, if I do X, I, I lose. If I do Y, I lose. I have no path forward. And the guy described it as a, the guy who Bobby Axelrod went to to kind of solve this problem was uh, this uh, kingmaker guy. And he said, this is the classic double bind. And uh, I'll just read you the definition of a double bind because I think it's very fascinating. It's ancient Chinese culture wisdom. And it says, it's a dilemma in communication in which an individual receives two or more reciprocally conflicting messages. Or problems. In some scenarios, this can be emotionally distressing, creating the situation in which a successful response to one message results in the failed response to the other. So the double bind prevents the person from either resolving or un- an underlying dilemma or opting out of the other situation. So in the in the story, uh, the Kingmaker presents uh, Bobby Rob with the old allegory of the old man and the stick. Where a, a young student goes to a sensei and goes, I'd like to learn the ways of Wudan. I'd like to learn the ancient wisdom. And uh, and the old master goes, I'm going to teach you the ways of the double bind. And he said, this is a stick. If you say nothing, I'll hit it with you. Sorry, if you say nothing, I will hit hit you with the stick. If you say something, I will hit you with the stick. So the guy or the student, the 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 Padawan was like, uh, I don't know what to do. Like you're gonna hit me either way. And what the Kingmaker said that what you should do in this situation when you're presented with a double bind, with like a double negative, is you break the stick. You reach out and you break the stick, because that solves your problem. But you have to believe there is a problem to be solved. A lot of people they just end up taking the shit end of the stick for the rest of their life. Um, it's tough. So. At the end of the day, 90% of this game is half mental. I'll tell you from my own personal stories and my own personal experience. Uh, you know, if you make hard decisions, you'll have an easy life. If you make easy decisions, you'll have a hard life. And sometimes hard decisions are tough, but you have to do them to have peace and to... Uh, to to keep harmony in the universe <laughs> i don't know how else to say it but there's a lot of ways that a lot of people don't realize that 90 percent of this game is half mental they don't prepare let's say you're going into a business meeting i've done this many times you don't prepare for all the possible outcomes and how you might react to all the possible outcomes and then you're not controlling your mentality. Next thing you know, you're, you're, you're losing it. You're freaking out after uh, something happens the way you didn't want it to go. And uh, it could soil everything forever as opposed to being ready for every possible scenario. It's almost like playing chess. That's why I love chess as an, al- as, an, as an analogy. Your mentality to chess should be, I'm open to every move. I could sacrifice my queen on this move. I could sacrifice a pawn. I could take their rook. I could take their knight. There's so many different ways uh, to approach this that if you just have a mentality on right, you know, you're healthy, you're fit, you know, you understand finances, you're a master of your trade. Next thing, all you need to do from, from there is build your uh, stone house, like the little piggy said, and go on and take on the world. And just remember that how you approach every day is going to determine your ability to solve problems and have the attitude that a problem can be solved. Um, there's nothing worse in life than a defeatist attitude. The defeatist attitude says doesn't matter what we do, doesn't matter what happens, we're fucked. You know, would you want to be in a trench hole or a foxhole or something like that? Imagine if you're on the front battle lines of World War One or World War II or in fucking... Imagine that even on the front lines of the Ukraine war right now and someone said we're fucked. I don't want to be in a hole with that. I want to be with someone who's like, you know what, we're going to fucking get out of here. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Everyone's seen those movies where there's always a character who's like, we can't do anything, we're going to die. I'm like, shut! someone shut that fucking guy up, you know? He's not helping. <laughs> someone needs to tell him that we have a chance, but he just needs to fucking turn his mindset around. And uh, that's what I hope you used to learn to do, folks, is uh, to remember the 90% of this game, 90%... And by the game, I mean life. 90% of the game, 90% of life is half mental. So um, I hope that you really, really realize that uh, your attitude um will determine your level of success right uh you know attitude your attitude is gonna you know be your biggest riser and your biggest you know anchor it will be your wings and it will be your anchor if you cannot control it and that's the only thing you can control you can you can't control other people you can't control um situations and circumstances and black swans and all these other crazy shit that happens to you in life but you can you can control how you respond and how do you react and that's what this game is is a mental game i used to when i was playing basketball i used to sometimes be on the bench for a little bit um yeah believe it or not like i sometimes i had to be on the bench even though i was a star player i score all the points my coach would be like okay team uh, it's time to come out and then i'd like take my head out of the game i'd be talking to my teammates on the bench about like whatever right and then my coach would be like, "Hey, Kim, it's time to go back in." And right away, I'd make a mental error on the court. And my coach would always say, Keem, you got to keep your head in the game. You got to keep your head in the game, even though you're not on the court. You have to like be playing. You have to like keep mentally in it." And that's kind of that's what I'm talking about here. Your, what is your mentality to life, to whatever you're trying to win? Get her going. You know, lock in, laser focus, as Tom Brady would say. So this is a little bit of a shorter one. But I hope it resonates, and I hope you remember that 90% of this game is half mental. And uh, if you can carpe DMC of the day, all that kind of stuff, I think uh, you know your 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 little house will not be blown over when the big bad wolf, inevitably, as it as as it does for everyone else, comes for you. Without further ado, um, not without further ado, uh. Uh, thank you for tuning in, Mercy, uh, for tuning in to Akeem's Dream Show. And uh, I wish you nothing but sound, body, mind, spirit.